Hey everyone, it's James here. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to mention jewelrybrands.shop. They have quite an amazing collection of Star Wars pins, money clips, earrings, necklaces, keychains, and more. It's a great place to pick up a gift for somebody, even if they aren't into Star Wars, because there's jewelry from Marvel, DC, Hasbro, Nickelodeon, and hey, look at that, even Dragon Ball Z. Get over there and check out with promo code TRB to get 10% off your purchase. That's jewelrybrands.shop and promo code TRB at checkout. they're making a origin story a young princess leia series for disney plus and i say steve buscemi should play a young princess leia that's called a fan casting and we're going to talk about it today right here on the resistance broadcast so welcome everybody to the podcast it's a a glorious monday we are in the month of october which technically means in two months from now, the Book of Boba Fett will be here oh in December. <laughs> Granted, at the end of December, but still, we are technically two calendar months away. Uh, October, it is fall time. It's uh, Star Wars season is is heating up. We have our terrifying tales watch along on Patreon coming up on Thursday, I believe. Um, it's a it's a good time as always to be a Star Wars fan, especially if you're here with us because we always have a good time here on TRB. And with me as always is James and Lacey. Hello. James, I don't know if you saw this, but Daniel Craig apparently uh, was not happy with the amount of work he had to do to play Stormtrooper <laughs> in, in The Force Awakens. Did you, <laughs> did you see that story? Yeah. So, okay, so the, what I saw was, uh, I don't know if it was a headline or not, but it, you, know, you wrote here in the show notes, Daniel Craig's overwhelming experience. And I, I was like, oh, wow. And I read it and I was like, I think he was bothered. I don't know that it was an overwhelming experience, but I think he was kind of one of those things where it, it, he, what he seemed to be portraying, in my opinion, was that uh, he was like, on a whim, he was like, should I be in Star Wars? I bet, I bet if I wanted to be in Star Wars, and I asked right now, they'd put me in Star Wars. So he's like, I'll do it. But he didn't expect to be even as... <laughs> put into star Wars as he is. Cause he's like, I never expected to have a speaking line and here I've got multiple lines. And then even on top of that, I'm, I'm like in the scene, I'm the guy, you know, with the lead character. And then on top of that, they didn't even replace my voice with random person. They wanted it to be <laughs> my voice. And now yeah. I'm doing ADR for, well, otherwise why play it? I, yeah. I know it's just one of those things. Like, I think it's like he when just, your buddy goes, hey, can you come over and just help me move some stuff? And then you get there and they're like, oh, we're moving the whole apartment to a new apartment. And you're like, wait, hold well, on. <laughs> you yeah, said yeah. I was only helping you move a couch. <laughs> yeah. Helping someone move is a that's a big step in a friendship and driving someone <laughs> to the airport as as they go over in Seinfeld. But uh, the craziest thing about the story is they were filming Spectre in like the same uh, studio mm-hmm. or whatever as the force awakens and people were working on both movies and that's how he kind of got like pulled into it jj was like oh that'd be why don't we get you a, a small part and it turns out jj's like all right so i want you to do some dialogue and three not hours remember these of lines and stuff. he's like what? he's like he's like uh hey daniel uh can i call you that i call you mr craig uh <laughs> 007 can, can i call Listen, you dan uh, <laughs> so you're gonna work with daisy and we're gonna uh really get into uh and he's like what he's like i thought i was just standing back and he said he wanted to be the guy who bumps his helmet you know yeah, yeah. So i think it's so funny or that he drops to like so... his lightsaber which i thought was funny like that's yeah. just a made-up thing he just uh he he got in over his head he didn't realize how much jj wanted him to do and i think it's just funny that he's reflecting on it that way i hope they I... hate him because otherwise it's like that's another thing that's probably he's like this is three hours of my time <laughs> I liked his description. Like I kind of tried to paint it a little bit there, but he describes it as like, 
he was doing makeup or something and he's just kind of sitting there and he's like looking at his friend and he's like, Hey man, think there'd be a part for me? <laughs> like he just kind of like lightly mentions it. It's like as if he was kind of thinking about it, but he's like, you think there'd be a part for me? And he's like, are you serious? Like I'll, I'll, I'll look into it, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And like, then yeah. all of a sudden he gets the call. He's like, yeah. You know, I can imagine somebody being like, would you be interested in having Daniel Craig as a, uh, character somewhere yeah, background some, character yeah. something some sort of cameo here and jj being like um that would be yeah. incredible like sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right right and it doesn't Fan- really sound fantastic. like him either to this day it doesn't sound like daniel craig like, I, I don't think so house. either i yeah. i felt like i was kind of alone in that where i i like listened to it and i'm like that's daniel craig but i'm like listening to it and i'm like i don't particularly hear his voice or anything daniel craig yeah. is so good though like you know, you watch like Logan Lucky and he's like, I said no baking. Like, yeah, like, like he's, yeah, right. Or you're, or and then you're you watching watch, uh, uh, Knives Out. Knives, Knives Out, out. another one. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, yeah. he's, he's so good at doing different voices and stuff. It's almost, he's one of those actors, like when you hear his real your voice, you're like, oh, that's what he sounds like. Like mm-hmm. Tom I'm Hardy so or something. For Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Well, uh, Daniel Craig, I'm sure he, doesn't have to worry about that anymore because I doubt he'll be playing any more uh, stormtroopers in the future. Though who knows? He's not doing <laughs> Bond anymore. So Imagine yeah. he's like never again. They're like, hey, you want to be a stormtrooper? He's like, no. They didn't kill not. off <laughs> the character, so he could come back. <laughs> November twelfth, they're like stormtrooper, a Star Wars series yeah. starring Daniel Craig as stormtrooper. He's like, I didn't oh even sign gosh. up for this. What is going on? Yeah, Why are you guys making kept, trying to make It just kept up? going and kept going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, but James, we do have actually some real Star Wars news, current Star Wars stuff to hop into, and we're doing a bit of a hybrid episode here where we're going to do some news, but also, uh, have a discussion on that news. So it's uh, an interesting little Monday show here. So why don't you kick things off with the old double R. It's the resistance. All right. Resistance report this week. We got... A story here uh, that's going to lead into another story. And as John said, then we can have a little talk about it. But uh, Mina Massoud was doing uh, some press here and he was doing it with Screen Rant, uh, specifically Ash Crossin. Ash Crossin, you didn't say that right, um, came out weird. But no, she she is obviously a big Star Wars fan. So when she gets someone that she she's on the beat, she knows what the rumors are, what people, what fans are saying and everything. So when she got him as an interview, you knew she was going to ask some Star Wars questions. And she went that route with what's the deal with, you know, this image that you released where you clearly put, you know, lines from Ezra Bridger (laughs) in this thing and you got fans going crazy what was that about and he answered the question uh in his own ways to just say you know in today's world of fan casting we've seen it happen so many times you got to be on that beat and you got to say i'm i'm all in i would love to do this i i'm there you got to kind of make it a reality uh kind of bring it into the world um if you want to go listen to his stuff there you can check it out on their website and on starwarsnewsnet.com as we collect everything into the article um but uh but yeah, he, uh, you know, she followed up with a couple other things of like what it meant, wh- what would it mean to you to be involved in Star Wars? And he had a lot of really good things to say. Um, so uh, people started looking at this a little bit as a uh, a tell. Like it's like, oh, now we're starting to see press. People are asking him about it. He's uh, given these types of answers. You know, what does this mean? I'm going to start with you on this, John. How did you take this interview uh, and do you look at it as any sort of positive or negative step towards him playing the live action as Bridger? I mean, to me, it seems like he is like this to me is like confirmation, actually, that he is playing. Really? Uh, yeah. That's surprising uh, that you say that, because I feel like you and I are always on the same page of like, don't ever think it's 100 percent. Yeah, I just think based on how his face looked when she asked him about it, it was that same face that like Rosario gave and the same face a lot of actors give. And then he said he said his answer about why he posted it and then said, there's not much more I can say about that. And to me, like and I wrote this in the article, that to me sounds like an NDA blueprint type of thing and not so much a Forrest Gump like that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, and, and, you know, he said, he's like, 
I heard rumors and my name had been thrown out there about this Ezra role. And he's like, why not bite on that? And he's like, he kept bringing up the word manifesting. Yeah. And he's like, it's all about manifesting these days. At least like he knows all your about manifesting. I love manifesting, but I'll, t- I'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Was that a show or something? That's the no. show that she watches. Oh, well, I was actually talking about the actual <laughs> term manifesting, but oh. I do love the show Manifest. <laughs> I was so totally I going the show joke. Lacey <laughs> so knows all about manifesting. So I do get the Binge joke watch and I do manifesting. both. I love both. Gotcha. Sorry, John. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Um, so he was, yeah, he was saying how he's, he believes that it's a different day and age where actors can control their own destiny in a way and campaign for themselves and it's okay and they have the platform of social media to do it and kind of rally the troops so like you know if you are a fan of mine like let's go and he kind of did that with that post um now whether that was after him already having discussions that would make sense to me uh because he could have a little more confidence in that but either way you know he is making a great point that this it's not the the old days where you know people had to rely on their uh, publicists and their agents and their managers to try to push for them with headshots. And can you get this guy in audition? It's no, I can go to Instagram and put a quote from this character and the fans will find it and they will make it, you know, viral and talk about it. And that's exactly what he said. And he did not shy from that. He's like, I am all about manifesting and creating buzz and he's like this is the world we live in now and i'm going to take full advantage of that and i think he also still has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder about how people sort of treated him after aladdin because he hasn't mm-hmm. gotten a lot of roles <laughs> even though that movie did really well and i thought he was fine as a i thought he was great but then you also think about it he dealt with the pressure under a disney banner of playing a very popular animated character in live action they're well aware of that so there's a lot of things that line up to make sense for him to do this because Ezra is not as popular of a character as Aladdin and he could easily handle that. So, um, you know, and I brought up other stuff in the articles about what is their process and is it a case by case basis when it comes to bringing these characters to live action? Because you had Katie Sackhoff who recently admitted she didn't audition for the role. She was given the role of live action Bo-Katan by Dave Filoni. And then on the other hand, you have, uh, Ashley Eckstein, who we had heard wasn't even afforded the opportunity to audition as even a courtesy out of a respect, and she wanted to uh, for Ahsoka Tano. So those are two wildly different things, but two characters that are very in the same uh, area as Ezra in terms of story, timeline, and that sort of thing, moving from the animated to live action. Uh, and then you have him here, Taylor Gray is obviously the elephant in the room. We spoke with him. So I linked our interview with him and remember him telling us he was doing lightsaber training. And he was also saying, not mincing words, that he wanted to fight for the role. And he felt like he should play it. And he had conversations with Filoni about it and that sort of thing. So it's, you know, my heart hurts a little bit because, you know, having spoken with Taylor on our podcast made me like him even more. And I was hoping he would get the role. But you know, this guy seems like he really wants it too. And that, that means a lot to me, as you guys know, when it comes to actors, like really caring. And um, I like that he's kind of putting his energy out there and kind of going for it and taking his shot. Because even though he was in a million dollar Disney movie, he's kind of like an underdog now because of how he hasn't really been casted since Aladdin in a lot of things. Uh, so I think this would be a good feel good thing. If someone, if it wasn't going to be Taylor, you know, I wouldn't mind it being this guy. Um, but all those things said... Uh, it is a wild world where the internet and social media is very powerful. And we've seen that with the make solo to happen thing, of course, but, uh, I think you're going to see a lot more of this because look what happened with Rosario Dawson, right? Some boss logic did an art image and then she's just saw it and she shared it and said that, you know, and she like went for it and she she became Ahsoka. Like, it's just crazy how that can happen. And so I think there's going to be a lot more of this happening. And it's going to be interesting how it goes. Um, but for, in this instance, it seems like a, a, a certainly a positive thing. Well, what do you think about this, Lacey? Because you kind of hinted a little bit earlier that you are in disagreement with John's opinion on this particular topic. Do you think that this means Mina is all but confirmed? I don't think it's confirmed, no. I think um, him saying that, I do believe that 
conversations have taken place. I do believe that either his name is in the running, he's had a conversation with Dave Filoni, he's auditioned for the role, but I don't think that this locks it in that he's confirmed. Because I think that that's... If he was confirmed, I don't think he would be talking about it. Whereas if he's in the running for it, he wants to get that buzz going. He wants people to be like, oh, I would love this. So that the person that makes that final decision is like, you know what? People really liked this. They were all for it. Um, now, I since this kind of rumor started a while ago of like him being in the running for it, we've been on the show talking about Taylor and how much he was like, I'm doing training and I talked to Dave about it and I started off as an on-camera you know, actor first before voice actor. I know Ezra. I love Ezra. I want to be Ezra. Um, so there is this kind of bias to that just because we have spoken with that person. And it's a little hard to root for someone else when you're like, okay, I've, I've spoken to this other person that clearly has such an investment in that character. Um, but I agree with John. I think after watching this interview, it's clear that he really wants this role. He, he had... Um, a good experience with Aladdin and improved himself in the in the big blockbuster world of movies. I think he would do a really good job and he seems really nice and genuine. So if he does get it, I don't think it's going to be a disappointment for anybody. I don't think anybody's going to see this and be like, oh, I wish it was no. so and so. Mm -hmm. um, but it is interesting that he did talk about it and the whole like Instagram photo with the quote and all this stuff like it's really sneaky, but I'm kind of all for it. Like. You do you, you know? Um, and that that was a long time ago. That, that was, was like a year ago. Eight, eight right? months ago. Oh, was it eight months? I thought it was like last I summer. Was, I think it was like, Fe I think it was February he posted that. Interesting. I've lost track of time. What year is it? Jumanji. Oh, yeah. Time doesn't um, matter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as for his quotes about manifesting, like I honestly am, I do love the show Manifest, but I am all about manifesting and, and, and putting that energy out there that you want then received back to you. I think that's totally the attitude to have about things. So when he brought that up, I was like, yes, you do that. Because there have been plenty instances in my life where I'm like, you know what? I really want this thing and I'm going to get it and I'm going to put that out there that I want this to happen and then it happens. So... I wish him the best of luck. He seems really awesome. He sounds like he'd be someone that would be great in future interviews for Star Wars and press events and celebration. Like, he'd be so fun at celebration on stage and stuff. Um, so I just wish him the best of luck. And I think that he's a good example of a positive fan casting experience like Rosario Dawson, where you see it and you're like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, sure. And then the person's really passionate about it. So you kind of root them on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this is crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Lacey, because I was surprised that John said what he said, because to me, when I saw this interview, I was like, oh, he's, he's definitely, he's not even talking to Disney. I, the, oh, I you saw, think, so literally John's like a hundred percent, like mostly in, I'm yeah. like, he's had conversations and you're like, no. Yeah. Cause I'm like, listen to what he's saying. He's, he's straight up telling you exactly what it is. He's like. The image that everybody was like, oh, this, you know, that just is confirmation. He's get, you know, he put the picture, he put up the quote and, and the, the speculative side on that or not the speculative side, but like the, um, skeptical side on that is sure that does that really confirm anything? He's probably just pushing himself in hopes to, you know, maybe catch on to that wave of fan casting or whatever. And that's exactly what it was. It was exactly what he says. He says there was nothing to that image. And again, this interview in and of itself, people are now pointing to it and saying, this is more evidence that he's playing the character. And I'm like, do you know, you can't see the forest through the trees here. Like he <laughs> is saying, no, I'm not. I'm just trying to ride the wave of fan casting. If like, for instance, I don't think he brought up the question. I don't think he was like, and this is I'm wild. Be You're this both character. doing the exact opposite really? of how I thought this conversation was going to go. <laughs> this All is right, bizarre. Um, well, here's the thing. Like, so he is, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think he pushed for the question to be brought up. I think that's Ash knowing the beat of right. Star Wars and saying, yeah. hey, we got this image. I'm trying to come up with something. So I'm going to ask you about this. And, yes. but what I'm saying is like, he, he <laughs> wants that to be the case. It's more in line with what Lacey's saying. She says, 
he wants that to be part of the conversation, he has an agenda. but yeah. not because he's talking to Lucasfilm because he wishes he could get that conversation. He, oh, he wants that to be the case. So he's happy. It gets brought up. He's like, Hey, Oh yes. Some, another reporter bringing this up. This is great. I love this. Yes. I'm trying to manifest it. I'm trying to make it a reality. I would love to play the character. It would mean a lot to be in star Wars. That's great. I'm just looking at it. I'm like, he's not saying anything that makes me hint. He's had a discussion or it's happening or any sort of confirmation. He's just telling the truth. I like the idea that fan casting is a thing now. And you, you gotta, you gotta push, you gotta push, you gotta hustle. hustle. You gotta put your name out there. I'd love to play the character. So boom, I'm going to throw it out there and see how fans react to it because anything you can do for your own benefit, do it. You know, I I thought it was very clear as day that he's not had any conversations at all. Here's why he's Ezra. <laughs> this is so weird. I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm being punked. Like Ashton's about to pop up so, on the screen and be like, "Lacey, we actually told them to switch points of view." <laughs> so I know, um, you know, Kessel Run Transmissions, like they ran their, they're not around anymore, but they ran their video saying he's uh in for the final stages or whatever and they did yeah. that a month before he posted this i think but also early on when people were saying like oh the idea of a live action ezra his name was one of the ones fans were talking about raul coley was the other one and then there was a third i Dev know taylor patel. was a fourth but yeah dev patel yes. so we're like four which, of them. which is my personal choice i i would i sure. would think not no taylor well, no, I uh, look, on the record real quick back Taylor, to what Lacey watching? was saying. A hundred percent. I think we're at the precipice of all three of those people are great choices for different, very specific yeah. reasons. Like this guy has like the known actor. This guy has sure, been sure. the character before. And he would, you know, like you're we're on the cusp of like three separate universes and we can only go down one of them and like spider-man you have yeah, three different spider-man yeah any one of those versions would be absolutely great and once we get it we'll be like i can't see anybody but dev patel i can't see anybody but me right. and as ezra he was the, the perfect choice and there's so many other people i mean that they're probably thinking about for sure. i mean john you know like you do the the movie podcast who else was up for this role and what would the world be like if so and so was the person so it was always mel gibson yeah, it, yeah it's true yeah uh <laughs> it's it just is it's kind of cool this too. that you know <laughs> yeah. we have mel gibson as ezra <laughs> we have these couple uh right now and we're sitting here and we're like we don't know what universe we'll be in but once we're there we're gonna be like Remember when we yeah. thought that so and so even you know stood a chance? Like now that we're seeing it on screen, it's crazy. That's him, you know. That's Ezra. But going back to your point, John, what were you saying? Well, I I don't know for TV shows how far in advance they cast before production starts, but we know that Ahsoka has to go into production next year and start filming. As far as we know. There was rumors, I think rumors, I don't think this was official that the Acolyte was going to be filming in early of 2022, but Ahsoka's got to be filming at some point in 2022 in order to make the 2023 release. Mm -hmm. um, so I just think he posted that then and there was all these you know, rumors and reports that there were discussions about casting not only him, but a Thrawn and stuff back then. This yeah. is eight months later. Like this process happened already and i think if he didn't get the job he would have told ash to edit that out or don't ask me about that because that's embarrassing for him to then say i don't think he would yeah, i'm manifesting this role that i didn't get Count like a counterpoint his, or at least his publicist would be like dude we had a hard time getting you cast and stuff after aladdin don't like talk about this thing you didn't get so i think he got it I and think he would have given a different answer, though. But when she was squirming, like uh, when she asked him, not her, she was squirming. He was squirming when she asked him and he started getting all smiley and moving around like nervous. And that line he said was, uh, there's not much more I can say about that. Like, that is such an NDA line. I, I, like, I don't think he's talking about the show. He's not saying I can't talk anymore about this casting. I think he's saying he explained how he manifested into the world and that's it. There's not really anything more you can say about that. That's uh, what I did. It's how he said it. Maybe it's how he said here's, it. Here's, here's my tone. other counterpoint to, to what your, your, your argument is, is because I think 
I think he is still trying to manifest it in the world because there was never an audition. There was never a meeting. He was just never told because, because of that, he's still in the mindset that it could be a role that's out there to get. And they already casted it three months ago. And he's just, he's out there being like, I hope, you know, I I'm out there. I hope I could get it. It would be great. And like, no one from Lucasfilm has said like, Hey dude, random other actor, like stop talking about this role because we already cast it. You know, I just think he just uh, doesn't know. Yeah. I think I'm in the middle of what you're both saying. I think he's had conversations, if not auditioned. I think he does have some experience and that's why he is a little smiley because he has been through the process. But I disagree that it means that he definitely got it because if she asked him about it and he didn't want to talk about it, they don't talk about it. And then she has nothing to use and then they wouldn't have used it. It's not even like a, hey, he need, he wouldn't have said that. They just wouldn't even... He would have been like, oh, I have nothing to say about that. Or, mm-hmm. oh, hey, I, you know, that's great. I love Star Wars. But yeah, I don't... No, I don't. I mean, look mm-hmm. at Liam Neeson. He hasn't said anything about anything. Like, there's a non-story Oh, his there. dodge... The worst dodge <laughs> job of all time. Right. Just... So that, to me, is more obvious than what he Star did. Wars. Whereas he was just kind of, <laughs> like, talking it through and saying that, yeah, I love fan casting and I think it's so great. I don't think that necessarily means he 100% has it, but I think that conversations took place. No so we're on three different stances here. Interesting. But I'd love That's... to know what people think. So definitely like reach out to us and, and say who, whose side yeah. are you on in the comments or whatever. Because I'd love to know yeah. what most people took away from this conversation. I, I, yeah. I can say that because of this story, I took an image of those three people and I put them all next to each other. And I said, just, just based on facial features and just like presence alone, like who do I think looks like, you know, and I, I never even came to a decision. I was just kind of looking at him like, man, pick him up in a lineup. Which one is the real Ezra? You know, and it's just, it's kind of fun to think we're right there and it could be any of these people or it could be someone, someone completely, had, you know, they had all four, all three actors go to, freddie prince jr's house and play video games with him to get like get the vibe yeah like and, and freddie prince jr selected the Ezra. <laughs> i don't know just vibe. i don't know i again you know i i i really you know feel bad if it's not taylor uh more so than what you know the ashley thing and stuff because um we you know we got to speak with him and like really see him pour his soul out about it. He was manifesting this, hard. This guy seems like a good guy, you know, like mm-hmm. Lacey said, and uh, he's he has had a rough go since Aladdin for whatever reason, which sucks because it made a hell of a lot of money and did a good job. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what comes of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, his fan casting it started with people saying we want him, and then he picked up on that and said I'm gonna run with that. So so. Now we're going to dive into kind of the opposite side of that um, with another news story that was featuring Lucy Lawless. And if anybody knows her connection to Star Wars, it's because after the abrupt firing of Gina Carano as the character Cara Dune, there was a swift fan recast to say Lucy Lawless absolutely should play this character. She's played a similar type of character before. She looks the part. She looks like she could do it. And she's had a long, credible career of just being a good person, like a celebrity, a good celebrity, you know, person in general. Um, And it was one of those things like you see it and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Retweet. And it blew up so fast that. Now, a while later, she's doing this interview and she was asked the same question. Hey, fan casting, it's a real thing. Did you see the stuff about you playing this role? What are your thoughts? And she kind of gave the opposite of it, saying, well, to be honest, you know, um, I was already kind of in talks for something non-Mandalorian related that was Star Wars affiliated. So I was kind of in that discussion. But it may have actually hurt me in some way because they couldn't then hire me because it would seem like it was pandering to. And she just is kind of guessing here. She's not saying this was an official reason from Lucasfilm, but it would be kind of pandering to a very specific fan group that was trying to get this person cast. So if they cast her, um, not only would it be pandering to the fan group, but it was also this kind of political thing where if if trades got a hold of the fact that she was hired to be in Star Wars, 
unless Lucasfilm told us exactly what she was doing and what and what she was going to be playing, the character she was going to be playing, it was going to be this whole political thing about how they had recast, they they listened to the fans and they recast the character and and everybody was going to think Cara Dune is coming in back and all this. And they just said, nope, we, we don't want to have anything to do with that. So we're just going to end the conversations with Lucy, Lucy Lawless altogether. And she's like, it wasn't even about the Mandalorian. Right, right. The sudden fan casting kind of squashed my ability to be in Star Wars because there was a political thing that was attached to it. And I didn't feel like it had anything to do with me as an actress. It was this kind of agenda by fans and just the situation at hand. So um, I'm going to start with Lacey on this one. What are your thoughts on that story with Lucy Lawless and how does it, you know, conflict with what we're hearing or what we tend to think of as a good thing when it comes to fan casting? Yeah. So I think that this is an example of things didn't go the way (laughs) they were planned (laughs) for her, unfortunately. And I think this kind of, uh, chimes back to the Ashley Eckstein stuff that we heard that she didn't even get a chance to audition for Ahsoka. Um, you know, there's two sides to every coin. So when Mina is talking about how he would love to be Ezra and would love the opportunity and loves that fans want him and same with Rosario Dawson, this is the other side of that coin <laughs> where people were kind of saying that she should be the one to replace uh gina carano and that's more of a negative light for fan casting like it it clearly affected whatever conversations she was having for another role which really stinks because lucy is a great actress she's awesome she would be great in any role they gave her for star wars um so you kind of feel for her you're like wow that sucks because she would have been a perfect fit for whatever role they were going to think of having her in um it's just nuts, you know, it, and and we're going to get into like, I feel like more of a discussion now that we've talked about both these two different stories, but fan casting, man, it gets a little crazy with not only expectations, but the repercussions of what people say online. And I think oftentimes we see things like this where people just throw things out there and think, oh, I think this would be a great idea, but don't realize what could happen in the long run if that takes off. Yeah. So, John, uh, quick, what are your thoughts on this particular story? And you can lead us into the discussion if you want. Well, so I wrote this, uh, uh, the article for this on the site. And, you know, it's amazing how many people just don't read the articles. And it's just like people quote tweeted it saying like, oh, my God, I can't. I hope they don't do this. And I'm like, they're not like just read the Like, read the article. Like she's addressing (laughs) this thing that had happened. So first of all, like that, that, that's a problem, which feeds into this. So not just in Star Wars, in everything, no one reads the articles. Yeah, in everything. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's hard to like explain this because there's so many like layers to it, but because her, like her saying she, you know, she's appreciative of the fan support, but believes it's possible that it hurt her chances at another role she was talking to them about in Star Wars, right? Right. And while those discussions had zero connection to the fan push for her to replace Carano, it it is impossible to make that clear in the public arena. People won't be able to separate that. It's just no chance. So... I get what she means by this. And I think she's right. Uh, There's possible that they broke off talks because of that. Um, And it it just like, it stokes flames that maybe aren't necessary. Uh, And then at the same time, that's how I also feel about the character of Cara Dune. I don't think that character is valuable enough to go through the headache of recasting it and having that actor deal with the Gina Carano faithful, who she would be more than happy to, uh, be a part of that um, support, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and just the 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 production general Favreau, Filoni dealing with that, and just from the public perspective, that owning a piece of the public um, the perception of the yeah. Mandalorian and narrative, it's mm-hmm. it's just not worth it for a character who's in a few episodes, really not that big of an impact player. Uh, so I think the write-off is the best thing. Now, the closest we got to this was Lucas, a Lucasfilm representative who wasn't named, but spoke to one of the 
bigger trades saying that they don't believe that they're they are going to recast but at the same time nothing official has been said yet now they've started filming the mandalorian as we speak we haven't heard anything about that character my guess is it's written off but yeah the 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 fan casting here for loosely lawless it does make sense because like when you think of like who's a tough woman who has beat people's asses on tv lucy <laughs> lawless like yep. yes and she kind of she could look a little like gina carano in a way if they did the hair and she could look like cara dune you put her in the know? outfit like yeah. I, I think if she had a cara dune halloween costume you'd be like dang that's <laughs> a know? good yeah. cosplay yeah. yeah so and people say you know oh, well she's in her early 50s yeah you know it's 12 years difference in she age whatever great. they can make, make that work so i get the fan casting sometimes though fan casting is so um predictable where everyone does the same person and like james yeah. like you were saying about the millie bobby brown young leia thing and that's what like i started my joke about the steve buscemi thing i'm like what's the exact opposite of that where no one would say this and or the kid from the other kid from stranger things oh he should be a a young ben solo and it's like you see someone tweet that as though like five billion other people haven't tweeted that before yeah that's <laughs> fan casting that's like to me tired because it's just not inspired and people are just like, yeah, oh yeah, I'll just put my egg on that basket or something. This one would have made sense, but the juice is not worth a squeeze here with the character. Um, it is unfortunate though, and I understand Lucasfilm's reasoning about this, um, that she probably lost out on another role because of it. Because like she said, even though it wouldn't have been for that character, people have a hard time in letting go social media and the public separating yep. two things from each other. Right. And it just would have been a, a tough thing to, to sell. And they're probably like, you know, no offense, but um, this is probably not worth it for you or us to, to pursue this though. Apparently she has voiced a character in two episodes of star Wars resistance. So she has been in star Wars. So maybe years down the line when the Mandalorian's over, she can play another character or something. But this is definitely one of those examples of uh, fan casting gone wrong. Um, like you said, James, quite the opposite of past experiences, say like the Rosario Dawson and stuff like that. So it would have taken over every interview they had about the Mandalorian. It would have taken yeah. over everything she did. That would be the question yep. she got. Like, think about you and McGregor being asked to be Obi-Wan and that's a positive thing. Like, hey, we'd love right. to see you again being Obi-Wan. It would be that. But the other side where they did you yeah, did you speak to Gina Carano? She would yeah. have been like, um, no. Yeah. But it's just like, how do you feel uh, about replacing someone? Like, right. just negative, negative. And then stuff. The, forget about the fans, all the videos that be made, all the hashtags, yeah. fire John Favreau, right. Lucy Lawless is not Cara Dune. You know, all yeah. the. Yep, yep, yep. It's not worth it for anybody. You know. Yeah. So James, what do you think about this? So I. I agree with it and I I if I were in her position I would probably be saying the same thing like I'm not really a big fan of like this big fan casting movement or whatever like let actors be actors let managers be managers let the system work for itself kind of thing and I don't necessarily think she was saying that but I felt like that was kind of an underlying thing like man I was kind of looking to go with this but then there was this big like internet push and it didn't even have anything to do with her situation and ended up screwing me out of being in Star Wars that sucks Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I think there's kind of a, there was a tone there to come from like this fan casting thing kind of messed everything up. But my, my thing is like, I'm not even, I'm not a super big fan of fan casting in general because I think that it's one of those things where when things seem to make sense on the surface, we're also setting our expectations that it's gotta be Mina Masoud or nobody, you know, he's that, that particular thing has an example where like there's an Ezra, you know, a, 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 another example that people I think would be okay with or whatever, but like, uh, like Keanu Reeves is Revan or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's gotta be this guy or anything. So then as soon as you hire anybody else, it's a problem. And because fans already have their mindset of not giving that person the chance or the opportunity to see what the creators saw, because it should have been Keanu. They messed right, up, right. you know, and it yeah. already offsets this thing, but all of that to be said, Anthony too, and Gruber should be young Han Solo. Absolutely. You know yep. what I mean? It's like, and who knows? And he auditioned. He, they admitted the that he auditioned. Who knows that that also didn't play into the bad reception for solo 
Right. You know, there are people <laughs> know. <laughs> legitimately being like, ah, you know, because I heard that as an actual reaction to, you know, I saw it, but you know who they should have got? And I was like, oh, God, don't it's... even say the guy who did the voice impression. Like, but uh. anyway, um, that aside, I mean, that that's an example. But my thing is like. The Internet and social media is just it's a it's a fast moving river. And no matter what stones you throw in, you're never going to stop that river from flowing. It just is what it is. Sometimes things are going to happen that have complete good intentions, which is this thing. They, whoever was pushing for that to be the case, um, really had in mind that they were helping this actress land a role, you know? Because we've heard it so many times, like or they weren't losing the character. Rosario, yeah, that too. Yeah, Rosario Dawson saying like, "Man, thank the fans so much. They did this for me." So anytime there's like that that flow that starts to happen, that avalanche of people getting behind a certain situation, it just seems so positive. But there's no way to know. It's not like you. It's not like you're blind. You're going in blind, or you're doing something stupid by throwing your, um, you know vote in on a fan cast or something but right just one of those things like you, you even things that are meant to be positive sometimes end up being like ah, it didn't end up working out like we thought it would and it just it kind of was an unfortunate thing for for this person or for that situation um because there was so much hype around that movie everybody went in with big expectations and it didn't live up to what we you know maybe we pushed the hype card a little too much on the our film and it let everybody down, you know, it's just like, you know, you're trying to sell your movie, but I don't know. It's just, I can think of a million examples, but I, I, I don't think this is like inherently a bad thing, really. I'm not a big fan of it, but I don't think it's like something people should stop doing. I'm not voicing against fan casting. Yeah. It's, so it's, there's different types of like fan things. Like I, you know, I think like what we're doing with the makes a little too happen stuff is like, you were going to do this, but because it didn't do well, you had to stop. And we're just letting you know that, you know, we support it and we hope you change your mind. Well, and right. one it's other thing like, too, like, yeah, none of us are absolutely going to turn our back on Lucasfilm if they don't do it. No, that's that's not. the other part yeah. of it, too, that I think people are like. You know, if they don't do this fan cast, they messed up and it no, just exactly. offsets my whole and, understanding of how this that franchise should have been handled or something like that. And I'm like, man, like, if they at, don't want to do solo, they have better pictures. That is why I'm not running Lucasfilm. I think I yeah. know, but right, I, right, they always right. tend to come up with good stuff that I'm happy with. But like the three main Star Wars characters, Leia, Luke and Han, you had people like and it was just so tired because it was. Millie Bobby Brown should be Leia. Sebastian Stan should play Luke, and then the uh, Gruber. Anthony and Gruber should play Han Solo, and then the other the kid from Stranger Things should play Finn Wolfhard should be young Ben. It's like it's all this. It's always the same thing, and it's just, everyone wrote it as though they were the first to say it, and it was just like lazy in that way. And I I think that is I don't know I, I don't know if that just gets tired after a long time or whatever, but. And I'm not saying like those roles were there because I just made up three roles that weren't created. Like they did, they never did a young lay, they never did a young Ben Solo or stuff yeah. like that. But it 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 exists in roles that don't exist, but it also exists in things that do exist. And I don't know, like Lacey, how do you, how do you feel in general about fan casting? I, I'm not, I, I don't think I'm I'm in the middle. I don't think it's like necessarily good or bad. I think we've seen examples where it's good and bad, um, but I think it's I guess how people handle it is really what it comes down to. Yeah, I'm definitely in the middle because I think that there's been a lot of great examples of actors and actresses that have gotten roles or gotten in the door due to fan casting and due to uh, interest in a certain person for a character. I, I don't think it's a it's an overly negative thing, but I think this example, Lucy Lawless, is an example of like, hey you took away something from this person by just throwing this out there. Now, like James said, I don't think people went into this being like, oh, I'm going to take this away from her and like trying to make it a negative thing. But I think what James was saying, which is absolutely correct, is that with any type of fan casting, there's, you know, expectations and entitlement to these characters and to these yeah. decisions that they think that they're responsible for. Um, 
But at the end of the day, none of us are running Lucasfilm. None of us are running any of these projects. None of us are casting directors and we're not in the audition process. So we don't know what was done. Like I said earlier, Anthony and Gruber was auditioned for Solo. They said that at Celebration when they brought Alden out. That was one of the things they touched on, uh, Lord Miller said, is they they said they saw him and Alden was better. They brought Alden back after 3,000 people. So to say that, you know, going back to what James was saying, to say something like, oh, they don't understand, they don't know the character, this person would have been perfect, they did everything wrong. Han Solo, they saw 3,000 people. (laughs) Like, that is such a detailed search that you can't look at all those auditions that they went through and say that they didn't thoroughly go through every single person and decide who was best. Um, so I fall on the side of like the casting directors usually know what's best, if not always know what's best. Um, and yeah. I would just caution people that while it's fun to fan cast, I think that's a popular thing people do on social, no matter what it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. if this project happens, this is who I want to see in this part. Um, but at the same time, just remember that you don't know what you're going to get until you get it. So just keeping an open mind to maybe someone just did a better job. Maybe someone was just a better fit and it Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with, uh, how they look. I feel like oftentimes fan castings fall on how someone looks and they're not taking into consideration makeup and hair and and lighting and, mannerisms and costuming oh, yeah. that fall into how, what makes a character a certain yeah. character. Yeah, like I don't know if Tom Hanks was like a fan casting of Mr. Rogers, but I still think that was an absolutely horrible choice. Like I, I didn't still like th- that either. And I love Tom Hanks. I look at it yeah. and I'm like, I, I don't see Mr. Rogers at all. Cause I'm I like Tom the Hanks. biggest Mr. Rogers yeah. person ever. I grew up on it. So when, yeah, I just were- see Tom Hanks. Yeah. The Same with Walt Disney, fa- too. He played Walt Disney. Yeah. And yes, he sounded like Walt Disney. And like yeah. he played the part well in Saving Mr. Banks. But at the same time, I just see Tom Hanks. <laughs> the, the the earliest fan casting I remember, because I remember I was in high school at the time, and it wasn't so much. I mean, the Internet existed and there were message boards. And that was the way people like flooded movie sites and stuff like that. Sure. It wasn't social. It wasn't Twitter, social media per se. There was yeah. like, yeah, AOL or whatever. Uh, Patrick Stewart for Professor X was like a, this big one because when people heard they were making a live action X-Men, they're like, who's a good bald actor? Right. And they're like, That's what I'm saying. It goes on. Patrick looks. Stewart. Right. And, he, yes. and they got him though. So it's like that, that works sometimes. Um, I just looked one up, I guess I haven't watched this yet, but Henry Cavill, I guess got the Witcher because boss logic again, did a rendering wow. of him as, as the guy. And he is he very shared- good in that. <laughs> he shared it to his Instagram. Boss logic. And then he went Ten most home. influential people in Hollywood. Seriously? Apparently, like- yeah. If you want, but if you want somebody to play somebody, get find get in touch with Boss Logic and have him do a render. You You're know? like, you know how they have that phrase like dress like the part you want or the job yeah. you want. You yeah, just yeah. message Boss Logic and you're like, can you just like make me a CEO of a tech company? Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and just that, for the job you have want, not for the not job the job you, you have. have uh, yeah. Another another good one. I I think um i think he was also a big pusher of this was ryan reynolds for deadpool um yes, yep. and fans wanted him for a very long time to be the character and he yeah. kind of pushed it for himself he too definitely leaked that footage i, I don't care think what he says. was his own fan cast and i think but people were also him. like pushing yeah yeah um, you know it's not a fan then, cast chris pratt is mario not the fan I almost cast. brought it up in our last story too. I was gonna right. say it's unfortunate. I, I would have loved yeah. to see Lucy Lawless play Mario, but you know, when the, <laughs> yeah. but the fans wanted part, Chris Pratt so bad. My I just like to see other the, fandoms go through what we go through, and every once in a while, like I love Nintendo, I love video games, but I'm not in that fandom like a lot of people are. So, so when yeah. I see stuff like that, I'm like, see, that's what we go through. Welcome to Star Wars. Like that. just, just yeah. total side note on that because I, I, that is a fun thing that we just don't always get the opportunity to talk about. I, I wanted to say when I saw all that, I did the same thing everybody else did. I was like, "What? That doesn't make yeah, sense." Yeah, what? And, but my <laughs> thing is like, I, I, I just took a step back from it and I go, "So they're very, they're very clearly doing something completely different." And what, right. and what they're gonna do is not anything that we've ever seen with Mario before. It's very clearly going to pander to 
Jack Black and Keegan-Michael Key and stuff. It's like they're very clearly going to do like a celebrity-based different version of of Mario in the world and and uh, just something completely different. I don't Jack think Black's you're carrying getting... that movie as Bowser, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think you're getting like the same video you get it's like a in, a, me, in a Mario <laughs> Mario game, and then it's just like a two-hour cinematic. I don't, I don't think that's what's happening here. I think they're going to do something completely different. Um, other, I, otherwise, I think it's funny they got to know they're just completely off the marks. You know, so, right. like when, whatever their vision make... is, we don't know it yet. It, <laughs> right. But they're yeah. gonna do it right, right? Like when they make remakes of good movies, you're like, oh man, Michael Keaton's my Batman, you know? But like with Super Mario, <laughs> you're like. And John Leguizamo's my Luigi, man. Like Bob Hoskins, <laughs> that's my Mario, man. Like no one's saying that because that movie sucked so much, but it's just like no one cares about that. Movie. Uh, it's so it's you funny. could be like a purist of Super Mario Brothers movie, you know? The, we the... just bought that off the internet. Someone shipped it to us from Japan. We bought like a Blu-ray copy from Japan because they don't sell it here. Why? Matt loves that movie. <laughs> what? I know, but yeah. What is... I, <laughs> but very clearly Matt loves it because it's it's bad and because it's it's fun it's to campy. like Yeah, it's campy and it's it's oh. intentionally like something to laugh at and enjoy and He was whatever. so pumped the first version or the first copy he ordered got lost in the mail and he was so sad so then the guy from Japan sent him another copy and it showed up the other day and he's like it's here and he was all excited. <laughs> yeah, what is what is funny too is Nintendo is making this movie which the news was surprising because that Nintendo doesn't do that. They don't make Legend of Zelda movies and stuff like right. that because straight up to this day, no matter how many years it's been, their answer has always been, ah, we thought it could work. We tried it and it didn't work. And I'm like, did you really try it? <laughs> Is that a try? <laughs> you, went re you really swung for the fences on your one movie. Somebody mm. sold Nintendo on this this is the way of the future. This is the way the movies are going to be. <laughs> and it was just a hard miss. And it's so yeah. sad because like we could have great Nintendo content, uh, you know, with all Zelda the properties would be a that great they own. Movie. Oh yeah. Exa or yeah. it would be like a great like show, like Netflix show, like a continual yeah. series or whatever. Or they could do like a season. They could do it like um, what's the show? Um, uh, I can't think of it right now. American Horror Story. Where like every season is a new iteration of the sure. of a story, and they kind of re recast and rebuild the world, and it's different every you know. But, but you long go on story the short, it could be fun. I saw the casting for that, and I went, "Welcome to the Star Wars casting calls." Yeah. <laughs> like Welcome well, to the to the craziness that is as soon as someone's announced as an actor, what people do. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people reacted immediately, assuming it was live action. Uh, yeah. and people were very upset about it. It's like, it just take everyone, just take a breath for like five seconds. And like, that's you don't what need I was to trying to say is like, yeah. hey, just know that there's, and, and look, they could be totally off the mark, they could be totally wrong. I'm saying, wait until you see something, they, guys. This is why you gotta, you gotta throw out more tweets, just more shots in the dark. Because think about the one person out there that has make Chris Pratt Mario you cowards tweet before he was announced. There was a tweet. <laughs> there was a tweet. Someone tweeted, uh, I think it was a year ago, last summer, someone tweeted, I guess there were rumors they were making a movie, and someone said, watch, they'll make Chris Pratt Mario. And then they announced it, and everyone, w it went viral. You the guy's tweet, they were like, what did you do? And the guy was like, I didn't mean it, I was just joking. Like, you know what, though? <laughs> Well, I don't see why it's such a big deal. I don't like Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Box Pratt. Office. I like it. Uh, Chris Freudian Pratt. slip there. <laughs> he's well. I, no, I think he's like a nice guy, and he uh, is box office gold. He's it's all these blockbuster hits. Like he already did the Lego Movie. He was the lead character as an animated voice. So the Alien I, Movie I was like, really good that he did recently. I feel like the hysteria. Right like I don't know I where it came from, but I, my guess is. People who felt like they needed to tweet first so their six followers got that info or their take immediately assumed it was live action, in which I would be like, that is a weird casting. Him, Chris Pratt is Mario. Side note, but with social media, nothing yeah. has been irking me more lately than people saying things that are very obvious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> online about well, Star Wars projects or casting 
or trailers or anything where they're like, yeah, that's not well, what I'm saying. I know, but I'm playing off of what you're saying of oh. the people that have to get it out being like, well, clearly we're going to see new Star Wars footage on November 12th, Disney Plus Day, guys. And I'm like, what is this? Oh, an exclusive? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course we're going to see new stuff that day. Yeah. Um, it's the, uh, the, the, well, we've been talking about like positive fan castings and stuff, but the one negative I think, which isn't proven yet is Brie Larson in Star Wars. I think because people have been pushing so hard for that, that's never going to happen. Now. I think she's Lucy Lawless 2.0. Like they weren't, yeah. they aren't going to touch yeah. that. Yeah. I think conversations might, took yeah, she place. She might have even been 1.0. We never heard about it. Right. I think yeah. she was in conversations. That's why she went to Galaxy's Edge. That's why she was posting all those pictures of herself as a Jedi. And then they just were like, yeah. you know what? Let's she move also, away from this. Well, Not also, saying that she didn't deserve it. I'm just saying with all the craziness, you just got to make oh, decisions based on PR. I just thought of a fan casting that definitely existed that happened and was great. How did we not think of this? Hmm. Donald Glover is Lando Calrissian. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like everybody idiot. picked him. Everyone did pick him. everyone. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. I don't know how we overlooked that. You know, that it's kind of one of those things like I'm not entirely positive that casting directors aren't regularly influenced anyway. Like, OK, it's your job to be the person to pick, you know, who you think it would be up for this role. And they're they're people just the same as anybody else they're like man i i kind of saw this online and i just thought this was a really good idea and they never really admit or know who's who's asking the casting director you know like where did you get the inspiration to cast donald glover yeah. as lando calrissian it's like oh it was everywhere i saw it everywhere and i thought yeah that would be perfect so i i, I in my head that's who i had in mind usually you don't ever hear that unless it's like the director saying Oh, I I always had Tom Hanks as my you know, guy, man. you know, for this for the lead character. But mm -hmm. hardly ever do you hear a casting director say that, you know, they were influenced by a fan cast or an image they saw, a piece of fan art or something like that, a tweet that just said, you know, can we get this character in Star Wars? And they're like, I agree with that. Do I have any roles that would apply for said actor in in Star Wars? Actually, right. I do. Right. I do actually. That this could be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if people get the idea that their ears are that close to the ground, they're going to be like, I can influence and I can, you know, get this person if I want, you know, and I'll be important then and stuff. But yeah. it's actually all you know, casting decisions are made by Russia. They're just influencing oh, by, media by an algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but 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 like I think I think my my closing thought on this is whether fan casting can be good, it can be bad. I think it comes down to how heavy it is. Uh, how controversial it may be, and also what type of people wrap themselves around it in terms of like the the sub the subcultures or subgroups online. Like when you hear like, oh, Brie, we want Brie, Brie, Brie Larson to be in Star Wars, but we want her to be in there just to piss off this group of fans or something. Like that's right. kind of, that's not the right way to do it. But people saying like man like how perfect would donald glover be as lando carrozzian everyone's like man that you're right and it just kind of like manifests in that word again so i i think it's a case-by-case -case basis i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing or a good thing as long as people aren't doing it uh as long as people are doing it for, for sincere reasons like it just has fans and and that sort of thing i think it's it can be a good thing so do you guys have any fan casts personal fan casts that I, I've had some that didn't come to fruition that uh, mine aren't usually very popular, like when I put them out there. But you know I what's thought, the well, big you one? Start with Tom Hiddleston Buscemi. Palpatine. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston that, Palpatine is the one everybody always pushes. That's uh, that is a big one. Um, I, are you saying just Star Wars or any? I you know I uh, I was saying Star Wars, but you know uh, if you want to go off, off, John Boyega is James Bond. Yeah, yeah, we just kind of talked about that on, uh, on our um, Twitter last, the end of know. last week. Like as a particular, as a specific character, or I want this person in Star Wars. Look, I'm not trying to put any pressure on anybody. Just I don't have any to be honest, and I and I fall back on you know what I said before is like fan casting can be great, it can be terrible. It's all about setting expectations against fan 
fan entitlement when those things don't come to fruition or don't happen. Um, but I just like to remind everybody that oftentimes fan castings fall down to looks and not based True. on how good an actor is or yeah, because nobody's can fan casting Alden Ehrenreich on looks. Well, as an example, it's like it uh, really comes down to his ability to act and act, how he can portray yeah. the character. Yeah. Well, the one of the most popular ones in my head, at least, is uh, when Jennifer Lawrence got cast as Katniss for Hunger Games. People were so angry because they were like, she's blonde. Like, you can dye yeah. your hair. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, uh, that is not hard. <laughs> so I always nice. lose it on fan castings. I don't go all the way. Sure. I look at an actor and I say, that that person's great. Like, I would love to have her in Star Wars or whatever. Right. And then I think, uh, if I were going to cast that character in a, in a Star Wars role, what would I what would I do with that character? Would I want him to be a villain or a Jedi yeah, or a pilot yeah, yeah. or something like that? And then I, I just don't even, I don't put it together. I think fans tend to work backwards most often. They go, who do I want to see as Harrison Dula? You know what I mean? Right. And they like move backwards and then they look for actors that maybe match up Fit with that, box, that character's yeah. look or their vibe or whatever. And then they say, Look, you can look at these characters side by side. Wouldn't that be a perfect fit? You know, like we look at everything we like about this person as a as just a general celebrity. Aren't they great? Wouldn't it be great to see him play this character? But I think uh, where you really got to look at it from is kind of where I'm. What I was saying before is start at the actor. And say, like how would up, I yeah. want this person to be in Star Wars? Who do I think they could play? Based on their uh, acting ability and whatnot, and who they general characters they kind of play. And then see where that leads you uh, to see if there's a character in Star Wars that already kind of exists that for, for that character instead of working backwards. Do you but, know what the tagline for the Super Mario Brothers movie was? We're back on that. No, go Jump ahead. hard. <laughs> this ain't no game. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was in that uh, that meeting. Have you done that one in your podcast yet, John? No. Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. No, I'm never I, I, doing I, that in my podcast. I have a feeling I'm going to speak for John and say, I've... we only do good movies. <laughs> no, no, we're doing uh, Total Recall next, which I I hate to break it to Mike. I didn't really like it very much on the rewatch. But <sighs> Matt loves Total Recall. He I know, I'm Arnold. sure. I'm sure. He loves Arnold. But uh, <laughs> all right, well, we're up against time. So do you guys have anything else before we uh, hop on out? No, I think we pretty much finished up with that with yeah. Ain't No Game. Fan casting yeah. ain't no game. This ain't no game. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, real quick, um, we just want to uh, thank everybody for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. Make sure you do subscribe to the show on your preferred platform, whether that's YouTube or uh, audio apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Yes. Um, it's free to do that. Uh, if you would like to support what we do, uh, head to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Uh, tiers start at just $2 a month. And as you go up in the tiers, there's more perks, rewards, merch, benefits. Uh, we also have a Discord chat, which people have seemed to really gravitate towards. And there's a really solid community just in general oh, yeah. on our Patreon. So uh, thank you to anyone who's been supporting us there. And if you're thinking about it, uh, check it out. And if it's for you, thank you. If not, you still got us twice a week, free of charge. Um, Special thanks, though, to our Patreon generals and Spice Runners. So uh, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Oliver Lewis, Frank Grande, Haz Aslam, Joe Ritchie, Darth Hurricane, John Charlton, Nick Kratz, Christian Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, and Val Trichkoff. Those are our generals. Yeah. Thank you. And the spicy of the Spice Runners. David Probus, Neil Shaw, Double C Chris, Kendall Gellner, Ryan Wara, Dave Hornack, Congrats on the new restaurant, buddy. <laughs> Micah Harrison and Thomas Hennessy. Thank you all for all of your support. Um, Star Wars Newsnet. Go there every day. All the news that we talk about on this show this past Thursday. And as things heat up, StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey. Star Wars Newsnet. I'm starting to write a little more, so I'm feeling good about that. And uh, my movie podcast, Just Like the Movies, on all audio platforms. Not doing Super Mario Brothers, the movie. This ain't no game. You should. Um, uh, James, you're up. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram 
at Myra Trunks and pushing to be fan casted in Star Wars as Chewbacca. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, the fan That's casting a of tall fans. Order. Yeah, it's a tall that is order. A, that is a oosh. oosh. <laughs> mm. I, I want to be fan casted as like uh, uh, Poe or something, you know, like somebody <laughs> who's already like. I want to be Darth Vader and Luke yeah. Skywalker. No, well, well, you know, the fan cast of uh, Hayden Christensen saying one day they're going to. I'm gonna play that character, and and I don't mean I'm gonna play that character. I mean one day they're gonna remove that character out of this movie and put me in. James, when they do the multiverse, you could be one <laughs> of the Anakin's. It. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Lacey. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin, and also writing recently on Star Wars News. That's true. That I've is done true. a bunch of posts lately. Uh, yeah, holding down the Hasbro game with Darby. Yeah. Very People good. should comment who who we should play in Star Wars. If oh yeah, who would you cast us as? Yeah, who would you cast us as? What's in the Star guy? Wars? Dengar, S- Roth, Dengar, <laughs> Rothgar, Dang, Rothgar, Dang. Uh, I have a feeling he's become he's going to become our next Jack. Fish ha- it sounds like community. a. Uh, it, it sounds like a. Um, who's the neighbor in um, King of the Hill? The one that Boomhauer. Oh, I don't oh know. yeah. When you say <laughs> yeah. his name, it sounds like Boomhauer talking. Well, if you think of his first oh, name, it sounds Ro- like the two uh, singers of Van Halen. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, his his first name sounds like the two singers of Van Halen, Roth and Hagar, Rothgar. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. All right, we're getting out of here. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, Canon. How special it is to everybody. So we'll uh, enjoy your weeks and we'll see you on uh, Thursday morning right here on the Resistance broadcast. See you around, kids. You fancasters. Yeah.